Hi everyone, welcome to the Ice House weekly podcast where we chat with Ice House alumni and team about their business journeys, their challenges, their wins, what they've got out of being involved in the Ice House community and more. Today we have Rachel Williams with us, founder and managing director of Viva Expeditions and alumni of the owner manager program 47. So welcome Rachel, good to have you here today. Thank you. Awesome, looking forward to having a great conversation. Uh, and how I like to start these conversations is by asking this question. Who is Rachel? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, first of all, I'm a mum. I've got an eight-year-old little boy and a four-year-old little girl. So yeah, little ones. Um, so a businesswoman. So I own a travel company which specialises in travel to Latin America and Antarctica. Um, and we also have a range of unique luxury products in New Zealand. Um, I've also got a hotel in Peru. Mm. Uh, myself and my partner own a scrap metal recycling business. Um, and I'm a traveler. So I've traveled to about 70 different countries throughout the world, uh, mostly developing nations. I've yet to make it to USA and some of those Canada, some of those, uh, I guess, normal places. Preferring to spend <laughs> my time in Africa, South America, the Middle East, uh, you know, places that are a little bit off the beaten track. Wow, I had no idea about all of the above. That's amazing. That's a really great introduction and uh, obviously very aligned to your love for travel and the travel company that you have. So that's very, very exciting. Um, what are a couple of words to describe who you are, Rachel? Um, I think in two words it would be adventure and opportunity. Awesome. Two great words. I like that. And yeah, definitely aligns with your introduction. So I think many people won't, <laughs> won't question that. Uh, what does your career journey look like? And I'd love to hear how it then transitioned from uh, a business or to a business. Right. Well, um, being part of the travel industry was never really my plan. I studied sports science and physiology at university and I was going to be a physiotherapist. Oh, wow. On my OE after university, like uh, like many do, and got the travel bug completely. So my two-year two-year OE turned into an eight-year OE. Um, I was doing a tour in Africa uh, when I met my partner Brendan. He was my driver. I know. Um, but we ended up working together, me as a guide and him as a driver, and we operated safari-style tours throughout Africa. Uh, both East and West Africa for about three years and then in South America for a couple of years. And it was during that time in South America that we noticed the opportunity. Um, at that time, there were a lot of budget backpacker style trips, the safari style like we were running. Um, and then there was boring old coach trips for, for, for the non-backpackers. So we wanted to offer adventurous and exciting travel options for the 30 to 70 year old age group. Cool. Um, Beaver was born so um, it was quite a funny beginning you know uh, planning on running these uh, upmarket overland style tours was our original plan so we bought a truck online from Belgium shipped it to Ecuador uh, flew over there and spent six months living in the spare parts room at a um, coach builders while we uh, built the truck oh. uh, which <laughs> which was exciting but it was 2009 and right in the midst of a financial crisis so we yeah the truck and had no passengers for a wee while um, and it was really 2010 when we ran our first trips um, we ran those ourselves and then came back home in 2011 to really start focusing on growing the business um, in 2015 we partnered with an Australian company 
which gave us a lot of tools to expand and to negotiate really good supply contracts based on volume. Um, it allowed us to form a really great collaboration, share ideas and very stronger based on our shared uh, values and experiences, which was a really, you know, a, a little bit like a game of snakes and ladders, I've always thought, where it was the, the, the ladder um, that sort of progressed us quickly um, to the next level, which was really, really great. Um, great. Everything was tracking along really nicely, you know, business went great. Um, you know, we moved from just the group expedition style trips into adventure expedition cruising, as well as tailor-made style tours. Um, we were growing about 30% year on year. Um, and then of course, uh, COVID came in, which really changed everything for us. Yeah. We had to pull down everything we'd built. Uh, you know, there were redundancies, extreme cost-cutting measures were put in place and, you know, everything actually fell apart really, really quickly. Um, it was a really hard time, but from disruption comes opportunity. Mm. And we're now, you know, looking forward to moving forward as a really lean and efficient organisation. Um, we've had to really look outside the square to be creative and to generate, mm. um, and we've had to find really creative ways to market with no marketing budget. Mm. And these lessons forward as we rebuild remains will be a better and stronger organisation, um, which is really exciting. And then during COVID, we launched our New Zealand travel business, focusing on unique luxury experiences. Our biggest success there has been Southern Lights by Flight, which is a 10-hour from Christchurch on the New Zealand Dreamliner to see the incredible Aurora Australis from inside the Aurora Oval. So wow. you know, really, really interesting, particularly over the last few years. Um, but, you know, we're really excited now to, as the world starts to open up to, like I said, to rebuild a better and stronger business based on all our learnings. Mm, I'm so That's amazing. I'm so inspired by how optimistic business owners are and uh, what you've just said there is a real example of that, um, that there's opportunity and everything. And um, yeah, really excited for you guys as we talked prior to recording this, you know, the world opening up and what that looks like for you and, and the future of, of the business is really exciting. So looking forward to watching that unfold for sure. Um, I'd love to know, what is one thing you wish you knew when you began this business? COVID? <laughs> Well, yeah, no, because we never would have started, right? I mean, <laughs> That's true. How, how hard it actually is, because I laugh when I look at my original business plans and my growth predictions, and they were yeah. extremely optimistic. Um, I guess I was quite uh, naive, but you know, saying that again, if I had known, maybe um, you know, maybe we never would have started. Ignorance is bliss, and I guess the journey is uh, part of you know, is the adventure. It is, yeah, that's so true, so so true. Um. Yeah, biggest challenge and your learnings from it? Um, I guess, you know, from the COVID perspective, I sort of mentioned that above the, the challenges to have yeah. to deal with, you know, everything, the business that you've put your heart into growing, falling apart. But I actually think outside of that, it's, it was learning how to market a product worldwide in a very competitive market mm -hmm. um, as a small startup. And I've learned a lot. But importantly, the value of really good relationships and partnerships, getting people to sell your products for you instead of trying to reach the world directly. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Great, great answers. Um, highlight moment. What's been a moment that you've gone, yep, this is awesome, pat on the back, uh, bring out the champagne, any of those? Yeah, well, there was two. One, when we won the Best Niche Wholesaler at the TAMS, which is the Travel Agency Association of New Zealand Agency Awards. Brilliant. Um, 
we were up against a lot of really big companies that were larger and more established than us. So to be voted by the trade, so by the travel agents um, as the leading supplier was a, a real honour. And the second was getting our first Southern Lights flights up in the air in March last year. Mm. Um, you know, the, the uncertainty and all of the things we had to do, deal with leading into them when they were actually in the air and... You know, we had 550 people fly and we generated a really nice chunk of revenue and it was, yeah, it was just, it was life-saving. It was the best feeling ever. Yeah, so exciting. That's awesome. You're up in the air. It's actually happening. Um, awesome. A common myth, a common myth, what's that? I said it wasn't until we were actually in the air that, yes. it, that, that, it, that it was a reality, you know, it was, it was great. And totally, I can imagine a massive weight would have come off in that moment, that's for sure. Um, I'd love to hear a common myth about your industry uh, that you want to debunk. Um, I think it's been quite clear, um, come quite clear during COVID that the service side of the industry is, is misunderstood. I think people tend to undervalue the agent and the huge amount of time that goes into itinerary planning and preparation. When yes. you look at other companies that will charge you for their service and for their time and ours is usually wrapped up in a tour package and when it's all fallen apart I think people have really quickly forgotten about the work that's been put in by the agents as they try to reclaim everything back. Mm -hmm. um, the thing is that it's you know more expensive to travel via an agency um, and it may seem so at the time when you look online because there's always going to be cheaper products but it's very easy to sell cheap product and the quality and support certainly lacking. I mean, I know uh, we've got the hotel in Peru, and if people book on our special deals on booking.com, they don't get the great rooms. Mm. Clients that are booked through the agencies, they're going to get bumped up. Mm. Uh, that when something goes wrong, is going to have that support, that backup there. And we, again, we saw that during COVID, being able to get all of our clients home and then having to organise uh, repatriation flights for the governments to get all the people that didn't have someone looking after them home. So it's, it's wow. really so important and actually never been more important to be honest in terms of the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes and protecting clients funds you know we've we've been able to protect all, all of our clients funds to make sure that they get their trips or they get their refunds and i know a lot of people that don't have the, those uh you know the power of those agencies working behind them have lost out mm, totally totally i hadn't thought about that actually it's interesting um i'd love to sort of turn turn to your season on the owner manager program uh, and and how you are part of the ice house community and ask this question how did you hear about the ice house and the owner manager program i'm actually not entirely sure but i think from memory it was recommended to me by somebody that had already been through the program because i was looking for that learning you know i'd look at mbas but you know i couldn't take that time away and and mm. so Sort of steered me you know suggested this program which was really practical um learning um that's cool yeah yeah, yeah. it's nice All recommendations is massive in our world that's for sure um did you have any internal thoughts that you had to conquer before coming on the program you know things like imposter syndrome or lots of people say it it's, feels like their first day back at school um any of those thoughts running through your mind well, not really, because I loved school. Um, I liked the learning, and, and I knew I needed to develop myself to be able to take the business further. So I was actually really excited about that learning. You know, I was a bit of a school geek, um, so it, it had all my notebooks ready. I, I, was, I was ready to go. Yeah, 
<laughs> That's cool. Well, thanks, Calicoda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had highlighters, you know, stuff happening all over the place. Oh, that's so awesome. Um, I'd like to hear how, have you implemented any changes into your business, but also your lifestyle since the program and um, yeah, anything along those lines? Uh, so many, I mean, you know, we could talk all day, but um, I found an incredible amount of value in the program and loved how it dealt with the three circles, you know, you, uh, your business and you and your business. Yeah. Um, I love the, the you stuff, you know, the resilience piece and how important it is to take care of yourself in order to be effective in your business. Um, and also understanding my own personality and my strengths and my weaknesses really helped how I went on to work with my staff and to work with mm -hmm. others. Um, and the, yeah, I mean, there's so many more. All of the learnings were really, really valuable, but I think yeah, developing how I interact with business and with the world was, was really, really valuable. Mm, that's cool similar vein any key takeaways that really stuck with you that you've thought back on wait why am I talking which was from one of the sessions because you know that's me. Oh, 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 you know try to try to always get my word in and and I'll, I'll still write it down when I go into meetings sometimes or when I'm talking with people wait you know don't you know just, <laughs> um, and that's that's been really really valuable I need that I need that I think Wait, why am I talking? <laughs> I, I can talk over people like the best of them. So yeah, that, that um, Yeah, yeah, that's so brilliant. I love that. Um, sort of going off off notes here, but has any of your team did any of your team notice any differences in you when you came back from the program? I really did because I think that there was, you know, there was a lot of I remember with the psychometric testing and at one stage they got your staff to sort of you know rank you in terms of leadership and that was a really um really really valuable piece because you learned to understand you know what those different personalities needed and thought I mean I was really because I actually did much better than I thought which I guess gave me that extra confidence um and yeah I think for the team, I guess having that structure, being able to share a clear vision and values to really bring them in to the business that they, you know, that they really felt an ownership of their, their place in the business instead of it all being what's, what's sort of in my head and what's going on. So really bringing the culture of the organisation together. Yeah, empowering your team, right, to step up to what you've asked them to do. Very, very cool. Awesome. At the Ice House, we have a thing that we say, and that's grit goes further together. I'd love to know what grit goes further together means to you. Uh, I guess it's a, a problem shared is a problem halved. So being able to share and collaborate at a deep level with other business owners, the people that get it and that really understand. I think for a lot of us, I mean, I'm speaking certainly for myself, um, you know, you're surrounded by your family, um, my friends, most of my friends aren't in business. Um, and and your staff right yeah. and to actually be able to share those things going in your mind with other business owners who can understand and relate and have those business conversations with you mm -hmm. um, so that that's extremely valuable um especially those with a similar growth mindset which is what what you get coming onto these programs, right? So yeah, the quality of interaction with other business owners is is really important. For sure, for sure. Lots of people say one of their favorite things is 
is the people that they meet and connect with and bounce ideas off and, um, and then have part of their network, um, you know, after the program. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, our, our OMP 47 was a great cohort and we have an annual reunion where we all catch up together and then throughout the year, a lot of smaller get-togethers and we yeah, uh, have a WhatsApp group. We stay in touch. If we've got, someone's got a problem, they'll throw it out there. And so we continue really to um, build on that Ice House experience and, and share things together. Yeah, that's brilliant. I love hearing that. Um, a very cool cohort that you've got there, that's for sure. A special one. Um, awesome. I want to finish on some fun questions just to close out the conversation. Uh, so, Rachel, what are you reading or listening to right now? I have a few books on the go um, for relaxing, relaxation. I'm making my way through the Outlanders series, which is uh, really long and sort of never ending, but it's a, a good turn your mind off book. And I'm also reading a book called Mind Over Mood, which is based on um, CBT, so cognitive behavioural therapy, because I'm quite interested in the, the psychology and how the mind works. Um, I do most of my reading on audiobooks, which is great because I never have time, you know, with kids and family, I don't have time to, to, to be sitting and reading. So the audiobooks in the car while I'm out on my walks, um, all of that is, yeah, it's been, it's been life-changing. It's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, I love audiobooks as well. When are you most relaxed? Um, when I'm meditating or when I'm travelling. Mm, cool. Yeah, great. Favourite way to kickstart a holiday? Well, a glass of champagne at the Coru Lounge is always a, a good way a good way to start. Great answer. Uh, but I also think that disconnecting from the technology, you know, turning off the phones, really engaging with your experience, with the people you're with without the distraction. Our life is so full of the constant bombardment of that distraction and being able to just walk away from it um, mm. is beautiful beautiful space to be in I love that thought I do the same whenever I go on holiday the first week first couple of days whatever it's just hide my phone from me I do not want to see it and it's just a, such a good way to detox the mind so I love that answer it's really important I've just come back from a retreat on the last couple of days and it was completely off the grid and god I left there just after two nights feeling so just clear-minded relaxed mm -hmm. it's really chaotic here and I was a little bit overwhelmed and just a couple of days cut off from it um you know I've, I've come back to work today's my first day back and I just you know I feel really ready to go it's great mm, that's so cool to hear like that an app or a tool that you couldn't live without um well audible I love it I, I couldn't do it without my audible anymore and and you know, I've come to meditation in the last couple of years, uh, dealing with the, uh, you know, the stress of the pandemic on business. And I use an app called Calm. And again, I, I wouldn't, and I, I love it. And, you know, it's so, so easy to use, so short and easy to slip into a day. And it, and it really makes a difference in mindset um, and just uh, how calm and how you approach situations, I think, which is, which is great. Mm, I love that. Really practical. Uh, we'll finish with this one. An interesting fact about yourself. Um, yeah, I, I, it's always hard to find interesting facts about myself, even though I've probably gone through a few. But I guess this is, um, I found really interesting in that I struggled in the first few months when COVID hit and I felt like a failure, even though the circumstances were out of my control. Mm. How much of my own self-worth I placed on what I did in my business instead of who I am. And that's been a really interesting avenue to explore. Um, and it actually interests me in the future 
um, and it's a space that I'll be quite interested in exploring potentially at a professional level in the future. Mm -hmm. I think this runs true for, for many business owners um, that, you know, they're so invested and their heart and everything is in that business that when it goes wrong, they as a, a, a person go wrong with it, right? And um, mm -hmm. And I just think that's a really, really interesting space that uh, a lot of a lot of um, business owners, you know, could could learn and develop in that space a bit further too. Mm, what a great answer to that question and a good way to finish up the podcast. But yeah, we're so much more than just what we do. It's more who we are. And yeah, lots to explore in that area. So I love that thought, Rachel. Thank you. And thank you for sharing your story and the highs, the lows. And yes. we're championing you. We, we want to see you succeed. And so does the whole community at Guy's House. So looking forward to following the journey. Wonderful. Thank you, Briar. It's been a pleasure.